the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The coronavirus continuing its relentless spread as the daily the daily number of infections worldwide continues to jump sharply. World Health Organization figures show the increase in new infections now at about 70,000 per day. That is up from 50,000 just a few days ago. Senate leaders are hailing passage of the coronavirus stimulus bill as a milestone for a new bipartisan cooperation. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the Senate's come a long way since the impeachment trial that ended just last month. To coming together entirely, a hundred of us, to meet this challenge. Democrat Charles Schumer says lawmakers listened to those they were sent here to serve. They were crying out to us. To help. Now to see how long the bipartisanship holds, with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi already promising Democrats a chance to increase spending with a Phase 4 Corona bill in the near future. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. More details at srnnews.com. They call this sheltering in place. Sometimes it feels lonely. Sometimes you get overwhelmed. That's when the radio comes on and the person on the other side is somebody you know, somebody you respect, somebody you trust. And in just a few minutes, you start to understand we can get through this. Everybody else is going through the same thing. What we're going through is hard. This radio station is going to get me through it all. We're all going to make it. On AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Right now, if you go to the homepage at am1280thepatriot.com, you can see the latest updates surrounding COVID-19. Just go to our website and click COVID-19 updates and resources for more info. Just past 4 o'clock on your Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. It's rainy and breezy today. We will reach a high of 46. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on AM1280 The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The Minnesota Legislature has kicked off the 2020 session, and Americans for Prosperity is hard at work helping to make your voice heard in St. Paul. Already, politicians are pushing for more taxes, more wasteful spending, and more burdensome and expensive regulations. But Americans for Prosperity is here to provide you with the information and thoughtful analysis you need to understand the important issues and make a difference. Join Jason Floors on Americans for Prosperity Radio. Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot relief factor pain relief that's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain i come from the doctor's clinic this morning 28 staples out of my knee and i am not taking painkillers why because i don't need to 
I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com, and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around. Captive audience out there. It is the victory hour, 4 o'clock Sunday. Every Sunday. And I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard, which at this time on Sundays, and now... You know, unfortunately, with the pandemic upon us, we uh, some of us may have little else to do. Uh, so I expect a big audience in that regard. But every week, coast to coast, I want to thank you for joining. And uh, live streaming or otherwise for the Victory Hour. Talking politics, Israel, and the law, and today will be no different. Big show today. We uh, are going to talk about, first, I, I, I want to uh, talk a little bit about the attacks on Donald J. Trump. Uh, I want to talk about the numbers and, and take a sober look at the, uh, the coronavirus and COVID-19 
and look at the numbers a little bit differently maybe than you uh, have been hearing about them through the sensationalized media. Uh, The media that apparently wants to foster fear, which is unfortunate, very unfortunate. Case in point, and we'll try to play this in the last segment today, Anthony Fauci, who is claimed to have stated that uh, there could be up to 200,000 dead. Well, if, if you watch, which I did live and then a couple of times beyond that, and we'll play it today if we have a chance at the end of the show, uh, he, he said there is no, you know, you can't rely on that. You can't rely on it and there's no foundation for it. We just don't know. Uh, and, and yet the media printed repeatedly And it's all over the media now, and people are reprinting it. There will be 200,000 dead. You know, it it could happen, who knows, but but Fauci didn't say that. So the sensationalization of this, fostering fear, a a big issue. We're going to uh, talk about the media outrage. Uh. But really central to the show today, and, and you, you, you should uh, make sure to stay tuned, is uh, we have a very special guest from Kentucky, the fourth congressional district in Kentucky held by that man who voted uh, or, or was opposed to the uh, aid package related to coronavirus, Tom Massey in the fourth district in Kentucky and has consistently voted against the U.S.-Israel relationship, against the Jewish state of Israel while in Congress since elected in 2012. He is, uh, he's got a fight on his hands to get the Republican nomination this time around. And we have his opponent joining us today to talk about Tom Massey a little bit more, to talk about the 4th Congressional District in Kentucky, and to talk about removing the Republican Tom Massey uh, from the Republican caucus, from the House of Representatives once and for all. Something that Donald Trump this week himself called for. And Todd McMurtry will be with us to talk about the coronavirus, to talk about his campaign, and, and a bit about the reality of having Tom Massey in the United States House of Representatives and how we can remove him and put a real Republican, a pro-Trump Republican uh, in the House rather than a gadfly looking for uh, his own notoriety. So stay tuned for that. I do want to talk about, well, before I, before I launch into it, Pete... Uh, Strauber is going to be with us next week, 8th Congressional District Representative here from the state of Minnesota. And in uh, three weeks, on April 19th, Republican Party Chair Jennifer Carnahan is going to talk about the impact of the coronavirus on the Republican Party and in particular on the upcoming uh, elections uh, in November as well. So, everywhere you look, and today it's all over the Sunday shows, including Nancy Pelosi, the attacks against Donald Trump are being leveled. Uh, 
There was a long article in The Atlantic uh, that was recently published. Uh, in fact, uh, it came out this uh, past week by Yuri Friedman saying, We were warned! And then going in through this, uh, into this uh, long diatribe about how we should have been more prepared and it's Donald Trump's fault, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, he did, however, indicate that we've been warned back to 2012, and I believe we had another president in office then. So he was an equal opportunity, hindsight, Monday morning quarterback, saying that these politicians knew they should have known this crisis was coming. Not knowing maybe the date that it was coming, but they should have known that it was coming and been more prepared. Well, when we get to the numbers part of uh, this discussion, uh, I will show that the United States is more was more prepared than any country in the world. Now, we may not have been fully prepared for sure. Who is for things such as this? If we would have spent a ton more money on this, people would have... Cried, we should have been spending it on that. There are many, many priorities. But now that this is upon us, it's easy to say in hindsight we should have been more prepared. But it is equal opportunity on the Democratic and Republican side, all politicians who are looking uh, not out into the future and to prepare for something that they don't know will ever come, in most cases, particularly pandemics like this. Uh, but it was uh, both Democratic and Republican presidents, houses of uh, Congress, both Senate and House. But the attacks against Donald Trump are he delayed, he bungled, he wasn't prepared, he fired people. And uh, he has continued to do so. He lies. Now, these are, this is coming from, the, you know, many on the Democratic side, including those who accused him of Russia Gate and the Ukraine impeachment, uh, as well as uh, uh, anything that he has done, they have attacked. So you've got a question, all right, uh, you know, is, is this chicken little? Are they crying out again? Or is there something to their attacks? And when you look behind it, there there really isn't much to their attacks. Did he cut costs? Well, he may have wanted to, but in the end, he signed bills that didn't. Uh, and uh, he didn't. It's, it's, well, it's at least very disputable. Uh, and, and it's argued. Uh, both sides have been argued on whether or not he fired anyone in the CDC in advance. But frankly, no matter. Pelosi's comments today were despicable at this particular time, should not be attacking the commander-in-chief at what many uh, view as, as wartime. Let's just take a deep breath and take a look at what we're doing. The president is working with governors from across the country, working with the U.S. scientific community, arm in arm, putting the full weight of the United States medical and scientific community to find a vaccine, to improve testing, to make it quicker, faster, more available. PPE. No, no one has died of 
lack of PPE, masks, ventilators, other than isolated incidents or anecdotal stories. There isn't some widespread issue there. And according to the most populated state out of New York, in New York, Governor Cuomo has stated, we need more, but we are presently equipped. And we haven't heard anything different from any other governor. But we need to continue to work, and the president is, on PPE masks, ventilators, hospital beds, and every state should be doing it. And we should be doing it every day, vigilantly, undoubtedly. And the president also pushed through the economic aid packages. And he went out with visual imagery on uh, the naval ship uh, Comfort. And uh, had a press conference, as a leader should do. So let's just take a deep breath. Follow the direction that we're getting from the scientific community through the administration, through the governors that are leading in each state, including in Minnesota. When we come back after this short break... I'm going to talk briefly about some of the numbers so that you get a sense of where we're at on the coronavirus. And then we're going to be joined by candidate for 4th Congressional District House of Representatives seat in Kentucky, the Tom Massey seat for the Republican nomination, Todd McMurtry. McMurtry, by the way, also is on the legal team representing Nicholas Sandman, The young uh, gentleman, the student from Covington Catholic, wearing the MAGA hat, as you recall, who uh, uh, was frankly lied about. His his life changed forever. National Lou is accused of being a racist uh, in the face of uh, a Native American gentleman. You probably saw that media video all over the media. Todd McMurtry will be joining us as well. Make sure you stay with us. We'll be right back. I miss you already. And go to ParkerDK.com while on this short, short break. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. 
If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we're here to give you some smart, plain talk. We're not going to tell you that Anthony Fauci said the 200,000 people are going to die. We are not going to tell you that because it didn't happen. He didn't say it. We're going to play, though, what he did say so you can make up for your own in your own mind whether those headlines are correct. It is outrageous. It is dangerous what the media is doing. Or earlier this week, the headlines technically true, but why the headlines? The United States now has more cases than any other country in the world. You know, most people who hear that are going to go, whoa, we're doing the wrong things. We're screwed up. We're never going to get out of this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The United States has 330 million people. And at per capita, the United States has nowhere near the most number of cases. We do have more cases than Grenada. Is that surprising? All right, that's an overstatement, admittedly. But let's take a look at the numbers. First, globally, and and, and let's talk both about the number of cases here, total number of cases, which is important, and the fatality rate of the people that contract the disease, how many die, how many pass away. That's the fatality rate. That is what we want to avoid. That is what we want to reduce. 
down to near zero. And the fatality rate has been hovering right around after being much higher before is hovering around one and a half percent in the United States. Far lower than the worldwide fatality rate, which is around four and a half percent. Far lower, three times lower. Okay, that's number one. In terms of the number of cases, yes, we have 131,000 as of this afternoon, according to the CDC, which is about 0.04% of our population. You know what Italy's number is? Four times that, 0.16% of their population has contracted the disease. Spain, same thing, 0.168% of their, four times ours. Germany, two times ours. France, one and a half times ours. Switzerland, what about Switzerland? No one hears a Four times our rate of contraction, four times. Netherlands, four times. Belgium, two plus times ours. Austria, same. All of these countries, multiples of our contraction rate. Why is that? Well, it may be, to be fair, it, it may well be because we're early, we're, we're uh, not yet to the later point on the scale that they are. They started a few weeks earlier in having their first cases. And that may well end up being the telltale on this. But as we sit here to say we now are the leading country in the world on cases, what, what is the point, really? You know, what, what is the point? And, and when you talk about, um, if you wanted to know, uh, talk about Minnesota, Minnesota, by the way, has a fatality rate of right around 1%, lower than the national average. And as of this afternoon, 440 cases in Minnesota, 170 of those, uh, about uh, you know, a third, a little bit less than a third of those in Hennepin County. So that gives you a little sense of the numbers and a little bit more of a, of a, a perspective. A little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about the cost-benefit analysis that really needs to be done by public policymakers. I've been writing about it all week on my LinkedIn page. You should uh, join me there, but I'm going to be uh, opening up the show possibly down the trail here shortly on uh, Facebook. Uh, but I've been talking about the cost-benefit analysis that pu- public policymakers have to do, have to engage in when they are making public policy decisions. And the avoidance of death is the benefit that we are seeking to avoid death. But the question is, do we do that at all costs? It's easy to answer that, yes, absolutely. But you need to take a look at the costs in a sober way. And you need to make those very difficult ethical decisions. That's what our elected officials need to do. And the, and the question now for Kentucky in their fourth congressional district is, who are they going to have 
make those tough decisions. Is it going to be Thomas Massey, the guy who was the only member of the House or Senate to oppose the aid package to help out in a time of war, really, unprecedented time? He opposed it, and he required all members of Congress to come back to the chamber. He required that. He had the right to do it, and he did, even in the face of the dangers that exist for them to do that. He didn't care. This is a Republican from Kentucky in the 4th Congressional District, and he needs to be defeated, and we are... uh, Honored to have on the show today the guy that's running against him, lawyer Todd McMurtry. And I'll tell you this. uh, Let me tell you a little bit about uh, the 4th Congressional District in Kentucky, just to give you a sense of where it is. It's the northeastern portion of the state. It's a long district that follows the Ohio River, primarily suburban counties outside of Cincinnati, Ohio including Boone, Kenton, and Campbell counties, plus the eastern suburbs of Louisville. It travels all the way up there, and the western suburbs of Lexington, Kentucky. And it's been represented by Republicans since 1967, every year except six years. It's an R plus 18, so it's clearly going to be whoever wins the primary will very likely be the next representative for the fourth in Kentucky. Uh, and I can only tell you, you remember Jim Bunning, possibly, some of you do. He uh, represented this district years ago. We're going to talk a little bit about who Tom Massey is, but first I want to talk about who the next representative of the 4th is going to be, Todd McMurtry. Uh, Todd, thank you very much for joining us on the Victory Hour. Andy, thanks for having me. Glad to be with you. Todd, you know, uh, we're talking about this coronavirus, and uh, I've been uh, spouting off about Thomas Massey, and not just me, the president has as well, saying he needs to be replaced. But many, if not all, members of Congress very frustrated with Massey this past week. What are your thoughts on that? I think that everybody has good cause to be upset with uh, my opponent, uh, Congressman Massey. I think what he did to uh, pull everybody in from out of town back to Washington for this kind of meaningless vote, I mean, the bill was going to pass, and it could have passed without having a bunch of people have to get on planes and take long car trips to return to Washington. Uh, So I I think because of his conduct, uh, everybody is rightfully upset. I mean, I think he was selfish and irresponsible and forcing people back to, to Washington. And he tried to, as he's done often, he tries to, you know, garner attention for himself by taking odd positions and, uh, you know, interfering with uh, uh, or trying to use procedure to to uh, spotlight himself. And I think this is just the biggest example uh, of that type of conduct. Well, but he's I, done it before. Yeah, he's done it many times. And it, it was dangerous this time around. He's known as Mr. No in the, the Congress, embarrassingly so. Uh, and he is anti-Israel. He is openly anti-Israel. Let me just comment on a few things as we go to break here, and you'll uh, stay with us, uh, Mr. McMurtry, to talk about this a little bit more. But as it relates to Israel, something we care much about on this show, 
uh, last year, Massey uh, voted present on the legislation to condemn anti-Semitism and attempts to delegitimize Israel's right to exist. He voted present. Couldn't get himself to vote for that. He was the only member of Congress to vote against a bill that declared that Israel is a major strategic partner of the United States. The only member of Congress to vote against it. I mean, it's crazy. He was the only Republican in the House to vote against a resolution opposing the uh, BDS movement. You know, some Democrats vote against it. He voted with them. 16 of them did. He voted with AOC, Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib, this Republican, Tom Massey. Okay? That's who we're talking about that Todd McMurtry is running against. He, he, he voted when uh, Keith Ellison was representing the 5th here in Minnesota. Massey voted with Ellison, one of only eight members that voted against the Iron Dome to protect Israel from incoming rockets and something that has shown to protect the United States as well in the future. He voted against a small aid package for the Holocaust Education Assistance uh, uh, aid program as well as uh, the Holocaust Museum in Washington. Voted against that. And he also voted... What did he vote on the... uh, Oh, yes! He was the only Republican member of the House of Representatives that didn't vote against the Iran nuclear deal. Instead, he voted present. He couldn't vote against the Iran nuclear deal. And by the way, I believe uh, he was the only member of the House to vote against legislation to renew sanctions against Iran. The only member. He must be removed. We'll be back to talk to the man who's going to do it. Right after this break, go to parkerdk.com. Stay with us. Passing around and we dream about one day. This is how we roll. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. 
You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. And we are talking with the man who is going to finally remove from Congress the fanatic representative currently of the 4th uh, Congressional District in Kentucky, Tom Massey, and remove him, he will, and that is lawyer Todd McMurtry, who is running for the Republican nomination in the 4th uh, in Kentucky, and it's an important uh, race. Obviously, it's it's one member out of 435 in the House of Representatives, but Tom Massey is consistently a fanatic vote uh, against the Republican caucus, uh, many, many times against President Donald Trump, against real conservative principles and ideas, which include... Uh, the U.S.-Israel relationship and understanding the security realities of, of that alliance. He fails to understand that. Uh, Massey does. And uh, we hope that uh, Todd McMurtry will, uh, will take him out. Uh, Todd, how does the race look? And uh, how, how is, are the people in the 4th in Kentucky responding to Tom Massey? Well, I think that the race looks very good. I mean, when I got in, when I decided to run, I had done polling and research, and uh, it indicates that he is definitely vulnerable. Um, you know, his his support is, is pretty thin, and when voters start to learn about his voting records, and including a lot of the, the votes that you highlighted uh, as you were headed to break on Israel, um, you know, his support uh, uh, vanishes. You know, it goes from a, you know, a, a strong number to a very a low number pretty quickly. So my job really is to educate the people in the 4th District about how he votes. And I, I think the people here don't really know the way he votes. They think he's a, a Republican and a constitutional conservative, and there's some support for that kind of a, you know, a, a fiscal conservative of a because we don't have uh, a central source of news. In other words, our district goes from Louisville to Cincinnati 
down to Huntington, West Virginia. Those are the media markets. So there's not one media mar- you know, media outlet that really covers him. So people, he gets away with people not knowing how he's voting. And so what I'm doing is educating them about his votes. And his votes on Israel are, of course, atrocious, but he's got uh, a lot of other things that he's voted against uh, that, that are equally bad, including, for example, in 2013, there was a, a bill to uh, uh, create the Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Reauthorization Act, and he voted against that. So he votes against you know, public health issues, he votes against Israel, um, and he votes in a way that's not consistent with the views of the people here in the 4th District of Kentucky. Well, he, he voted, did he not, against uh, the uh, U.S.-Mexico trade uh, deal that, and Trump's plan as it related to ending NAFTA and shifting that. He, he voted against Trump's plan regarding uh, Obamacare, as well as uh, he, he opposes Trump's uh, immigration policies. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he he's had votes uh, against emergency authorization to build the wall on the USMCA. His talking points came right off of John the John Birch Society website, saying that it somehow uh, ca- caused the U.S. to lose lose sovereignty because uh, the USMCA, as as the NAFTA agreement did, have provisions for courts to handle trade disputes. And he, he saw that as an attack on sovereignty. You know, really what it is, is he's just using the talking points from the John Birch Society. Uh, and so, yes, those votes like that continue. And with regard to supporting the president, he has not supported the president uh, very well at all. He's one of the uh, congressmen least likely to support President Trump. Um, I think his, his uh, rating and voting in, in alignment with the president's about 65%. You know, most other Republicans in Kentucky are, or all the other Republicans in Kentucky vote with the president about 95% of the time. So uh, Massey's definitely, as you said earlier, kind of a gadfly and an outlier and has a very odd voting history. And how does your uh, position juxtapose uh, to his as it relates to uh, the president and how will you govern in the, in the uh, fourth if you have their vote in the House of Representatives? Yeah, so Thomas Massey is a is a, uh, a libertarian ideologue. He he votes as a libertarian in all things, and and uh, th- that is not in, in alignment with how the president is you know looking for uh, people to to vote and support him. My view is that you know the polling that we showed shows that President Trump is has a high favorability in the fourth district, about ninety percent. That's what the people here want. They want somebody that's going to support the president. And, you know, I do support the president's policies, and I'm going to be a strong advocate uh, in alignment with the desires of the voters in this district to support President Trump's agenda. So that that's going to be the big difference. I'm not going to be a libertarian who's voting, you know, pursuant to a particular ideology. I'm going to be a practical conservative who's going to do, you know, the bidding of the people here in the 4th District and, and try to be results-oriented versus ideology-oriented. So just to tick off a few such uh, uh, items, uh, you're grounded in a balanced budget. You are grounded in support, strong support for the U.S.-Israel relationship. You're grounded in standing up against Iran and its hegemonic uh, policies and drive in the Middle East to create uns- uh, an unstable situation there. Uh, and what are your views on uh, the military uh, and law enforcement? 
Okay, well, first off, with, with the military, I mean, we need to maintain the preeminent military in the world. Um, you know, we need to have the ability to keep our enemies at, at bay and at a distance. Uh, we need to have the ability to respond to crises uh, around the world. You mentioned Iran, for example. I mean, we need to have a military that if Iran tries to actually obtain a, a you know nuclear weapon to be able to stop that because to have Iran with a nuclear weapon would be uh, even worse than having North Korea with so many nuclear weapons. We'd find ourselves, and Israel would find itself in a very precarious situation with an unstable uh, country uh, possessing very dangerous weapons. So we need to have a military that, that, that can protect us near and far, and I think Iran's a good example of why we need a, a strong uh, a military. Uh, you know, and with regard to, to law enforcement in general, I've been very – I've been the city attorney for three cities here in, in northern Kentucky, uh, which is the, the, the suburbs of Cincinnati that you described earlier. So I've worked a lot with uh, law enforcement and have a very good relationship with uh, police officers in, in this community. And, uh, you know, obviously we need to have uh, strong law and order. They need to enforce the laws and do their job, but we also need to protect them. We need to make sure that they are well compensated. Uh, a lot of these are city and county issues, but, you know, certainly things that I've had experience with and supported over the years. You know, I, I found it interesting uh, when um, doing a little research regarding uh, you, uh, Mr. McMurtry, is your, your legal career uh, is is really quite successful, and you have been involved most recently in the Nicholas Sandman case. What's the status uh, of that case? And maybe uh, give a little bit of background about it to uh, uh, catch people up. Okay, well, I'm going to just start by, you spoke earlier about the media and how they're attacking the president. And, you know, that's that's how they have been operating for quite some time. They'll take any issue that they can to to, you know, to meet their agenda. So they'll, they'll twist the facts. They'll report things in a way that, that are oftentimes false or misleading or, or uh, you know, just misconstrued for the, the reader or by the reader. Uh, and so they've got that agenda-driven uh, reporting. So they're not reporting neutrally at all. And that's what happened with Nicholas Sandman. So, you know, Nicholas Sandman was on the mall in Washington, D.C. on January 18th of 2019 when he got caught up and used as a pawn in the media's game to spread disinformation. And what the media did is they, they, they republished the, the lies told by Nathan Phillips about what Nicholas Sandman uh, allegedly did. They said that he blocked Nathan Phillips, the Native American drummer, and prevented his retreat from the, the steps of the, of the of Lincoln Memorial. So uh, by republishing those false statements, they, they became liable for uh, defamation. And what we've been able to do through the course of a lot of motion practice, and, and as you can imagine, I know you've, you recently had a very successful defamation case. You know, those are hard-fought hard cases, but we have persevered through the, the motions to dismiss, and the court is allowing us to proceed on these cases uh, based upon the, the false statements about blocking uh, Nathan Phillips and preventing his retreat from that, from that scene. Uh, and we have sued basically every major media outlet in the country. We already had a settlement with uh, CNN. We've sued uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times, NBC, ABC, CBS, uh, and Rolling Stone, uh, all under the same theory of republishing the false statements of Nathan Phillips. And the thing that's so interesting about that is that they republish these statements basically with no investigation. 
Um, and, and by, you know, so they really committed journalistic malpractice, uh, and they were, they were negligent and grossly negligent when they did that. So, uh, the cases are proceeding well. Uh, we, we just filed about a month ago, five additional to bring it to a total of eight defendants, five additional cases. Um, and those are answers are due in those cases on April 27th. They'll probably file motions to dismiss, but the court's been pretty clear that it's not going to dismiss these cases. So I would expect by you know the the June time frame that we'll be in for a status conference with all the defendants uh, in the Eastern Federal Court for the Eastern District of Kentucky here in Covington, Kentucky. So uh, I think those cases are well positioned and we're ready to get started uh, moving forward on them. Well, I, I just have to I just have to comment that. Uh, Nicholas Sandman was was wearing a mega hat at the time uh, that this occurred. And the media would not have picked up on this had he not been wearing a mega hat in all likelihood. And the froth over it that resulted and the complete lack of any journalistic integrity, which I still have to believe they have some semblance of, at certain times, but the complete lack in this case is because he was wearing the mega hat. And that has to make us all scared. It is downright dangerous. And so when I hear my liberal friends, and they are, many of them very smart, start touting storylines from the mainstream media or... Uh, a, a narrative that they read in this article or that from the left-wing media, and they believe it. They take it in lock, stock, and barrel. It's outrageous, and it is great work that you're doing, Todd McMurtry, to shine a light on uh, what is just uh, uh, journalistic uh, danger. That's what it is for all of us. Well, I'll tell you, we're going to uh, take a quick break. We're going to come back with Todd McMurtry for a few minutes. We're going to hear Anthony Fauci as to what he really said, as opposed to what is being reported, speak about journalistic integrity, uh, and talk a little bit about cost-benefit analysis as it relates to coronavirus. Mr. McMurtry will uh, hang with us here for a few more minutes. You hang with us as well. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com for what is often referred to as an award-winning website, and soon it will only be getting better. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. 
We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard Lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Millions retire online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. When the sun had left and the winter came and the sky fall to only bring the rain, I sat in dark. The message today on the Victory Hour is let's all come together. Let's try to move toward togetherness. Set the attacks, the ad hominem aside, including the president, which is very difficult for him to do as he gets attacked viciously every single day like no president perhaps ever, and many presidents have been attacked viciously by the media and their opponents. But I dare say none like this one. And he responds in kind. Oftentimes I don't agree with his response. But I will tell you that if you look at it objectively and not through the lens of Trump derangement syndrome, you you can see that This country is doing a lot, doing a lot to attack this invisible enemy 
and to defeat it, uh, but also and mostly to protect our, uh, our citizens. As I said, PPE, masks, ventilators, hospital beds, all being pushed consistently, increasing availability uh, by uh, uh, carriers, including medical carriers, uh, uh, ships. In addition, an economic aid package that is unprecedented. So, one of the ways to do that is to get rid of fanatics in the House of Representatives, and one is Tom Massey, and Todd McMurtry is running against him for the Republican nomination. He's been with us today on the Victory Hour. And, uh, Todd, I'd, I'd like uh, for you to give the folks an opportunity, if they want to contribute to your uh, campaign, where they can go to do that, uh, but also... and. Uh, more importantly, uh, I want to hear how you're doing as it relates to this uh, lockdown that we find ourselves in. Okay. Well, the first to respond to the first request, it's www.mcmurtry, M-C-M-U-R-T-R-Y, for congress.com. And people can go there and make a contribution, which we would, of course, appreciate. And then with regard to the lockdown, I can tell you, as from a campaign standpoint, obviously this has never happened before. They bumped our primary from May 19th to June 23rd. Uh, I had who knows how many things on my schedule that are now all canceled. Uh, people don't even want you knocking on a door. Uh, Thomas Massey's been sending people around knocking on doors and, and uh, created quite a, a stir doing that as well because people don't want to answer the door and they don't want that literature handed foolish. to them yeah. at their home. That's crazy. <laughs> so – so we've done tele-town tele halls, and we, we are going to work the phones pretty hard uh, to, to talk to people in the district. Uh, we'll continue to use mail and television. But, yes, it's an, it's an unprecedented event, but uh, we have some good people on the campaign, and we're trying to have a good creative response to what's, what's going on. I think the great thing, though, is, is that the president's made his position pretty clear. And uh, as I told you before, this is a very strongly pro-Trump district, and I think the voters will listen. It's, it's my job to, to raise the funds, to get the mailers out, to get the TV done, and we've been very successful. We'll have our uh, reporting deadlines April 1, and I think that, that uh, we will show that we've done well in the first quarter for raising money. Uh, obviously, more is always better because you, know, you can always run another commercial or send out another mailer. But we've, we've worked hard, and it's, it's been a, a challenge but fun. Well, outstanding. And anybody out there who knows somebody living in the 4th Congressional District, give them a call. Get them out there on June 23rd uh, to vote for uh, Todd McMurtry. Uh, Todd, keep up the great work as well as it relates to the legal cases against the mainstream media that really uh, attacked and uh, arguably ruined the uh, young life of uh, Nicholas Sandman from a reputational standpoint, as I've called it, reputational assassination, claiming that he was a racist for something that he didn't do. Uh, and in fact, it was an attack because he was wearing a red MAGA hat. And that's about, uh, that's about it. That's my opinion, certainly. Yeah, thanks very much. And I think your, your opinion is correct. <laughs> All right, Todd, great to have you on the show. And folks, I am 
Going to have to push it over to next week. I, I can only tell you, if you can go to YouTube and pull up the Anthony Fauci uh, with, uh, who is he with? Uh, Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper uh, this morning. You will see that it is just more bull coming from the mainstream media about what Fauci uh, said. And we're going to talk cost-benefit analysis next week, so you make sure to tune in. Hey! The radio's a great spot to be during this shutdown. Have a great week and make sure you stay safe. Great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085.